Join the conversation on Cape Talk. Looking forward to hearing your views. One says, uh, it is only the title, follow the money. Judges get a salary for life. Yeah, I hear that, Claire. And I'm arguing. My friends were arguing that, listen, if they lose the salary for life, I, that's my, that's, I'm thinking to myself, you did wrong. You found, you know, impeached. You, you dust yourself off. You do something else. But if you lose your title of being called judge, that's, that's your being. That's who you are. That's what you've been working towards. That's what people know you as. That surely must hurt more. 14 after 11. Join the conversation. You're with Cape Talk. You are with Cape Talk. And in this country that we're living in, there's so many things that are going on. But one of the stories that many of us would have been talking about is that on Monday at about 5 p.m., the ANC did, in fact, meet the deadline to hand over records of its cadre deployment committee meetings. This is to the Democratic Alliance after three years of legal battle to avoid disclosing internal party documents. Now, the Concord dismissed an appeal by the ANC against a 2023 High Court order on the same matter the records cover the period when President Cyril Ramaphosa was the chairperson of the ANC's deployment committee. The official opposition will now study uh, the records to uh, ascertain whether the ANC has complied with the order in full. But have they? Well, Advocate Paul Hoffman uh, is a director at Accountability Now, joins you in conversation. Advocate, uh, a very good morning to you. How are you doing today? Good morning, Ads. Doing well. And good morning to your uh, Cape Talk listeners as well. Mm. You see how that sounds? Advocate. There's, there's something in front of that. I fear if someone were to take that away, I don't know. I don't know. I just have this feeling around the, the gravitas of that prefix that comes before your name. That being said, though, uh, Advocate, we're not talking about that. We are talking about the ANC today. And certainly they have met the deadline. I think many of us were skeptical if the ANC, in fact, were going to meet the deadline. But do you think the ANC handed all relevant documentation over to the DA? I mean, it's a court order. Yes, they're obliged to give whatever they've got. And the big question is whether they have got any useful or intelligible records for the period 2013 to 2017 when uh, then Deputy President Cyril Ramaphosa was the chairman of the National Cater Deployment Committee at Latuli House. We have already seen, because they came out in the Zondo Commission inquiry, the minutes of the meetings presided over after 2017, when Deputy President Didi Mabuza uh, succeeded um, Ramaphosa as the chairman of that committee. And the interesting thing is that the very first uh, minutes made available um, relating to the first meeting that uh, Mabuza presided over refer to the minutes of the previous meeting, which was the last meeting over which uh, President Ramaphosa presided. So there's going to have to be some explanation for why it is contended by Ramaphosa that he didn't keep minutes when a reference to the minutes that were kept uh, is in the first meeting of his successor committee over which uh, Didi Mabuza presided. That's going to be 
an interesting uh, sidelight on uh, what what really is the opening up of the secret workings of the uh, deployment committee meetings over the period 2013 uh, to date. And if, if you must know at home, the ANC's country deployment plan is, you know, is said to have laid the foundation for state capture. This is conversation, by the way. Uh, foundation, uh, state capture, systematic corruption and for service delivery collapse due to the deployment of unqualified people into senior influential positions. Uh, advocate, taking it back to you, but what was the original intention of the ANC's policy uh, for the country deployment? What the ANC uh, is seeking to achieve is is called the National Democratic Revolution. That is the notion that gets them out of bed every morning, and it is their motivation uh, in governance. Now, we know from the 8th of January speech, which the president made, that all... um, requests that the National Democratic Revolution be scrapped have have been ignored. He insisted that the ANC continues with the National Democratic Revolution. And the problem with that revolutionary agenda is that what the ANC is seeking to do is to obtain hegemonic control of all the leaders of power in society. In society, Martin, not just in government, but in society. Mm. So that's comprehensive control of everything. It's obviously not what our constitution is about. Our constitution uh, talks about multi-party democracy under the rule of law. It embraces the doctrine of the separation of powers rather than hegemonic control. And it also uh, insists upon checks and balances on the exercise of power through an independent media, for example, which is why you and I are talking so freely now, and through an impartial judiciary, um, which uh, has judges who are able to act without fear, favor, or prejudice, rather than as um, operatives of the National Democratic Revolution. So that fundamental difference between what the Constitution requires and what the revolution requires is what has prompted the ANC to form these cadre deployment uh, committees with a view to seeing to it that everybody who has a hand on a lever of power, whether it's in a municipality, a province, or at national level, is in fact, a deployed cadre of that National Democratic Revolution, a loyal member of the ANC or the uh, SA Communist Party or even of KASATU, um, which the three of which make up the alliance that has been in charge in South Africa since uh, 1994 at national level. Essentially, advocate for for me looking at this, it's always been a question of opposition parties or an opposition party sitting and saying, "Hey, this thing is not right," and we didn't. We need to know how and why you are implementing this cadre de- 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 deployment. 
but I've been uh, been breaking my mind trying to come around and, and seeing or to seeing how the Democratic Alliance, when studying those documents, will have concrete evidence that indeed there has been foul play here because. As the name says, it's cadre deployment, and we are going to deploy our cadres, and they've certainly done that. What is the end game, I suppose, for the Democratic Alliance here? If the uh, Democratic Alliance is able to persuade the Constitutional Court, and it's been unable to persuade the High Court in Gauteng, as we learned earlier this morning, that this system of the deployment of the loyal cadres of the National Democratic Revolution is contrary to the tenets of the Constitution, then it will be struck down as invalid. This is because any conduct that is not in line with the Constitution, is not consistent with the Constitution, is regarded as invalid by Section 2 of the Constitution. And accordingly, when there is a challenge, such as the challenge the DA has mounted, the courts are obliged, in terms of the way that the Constitution works, to rule on whether there is or is not constitutionality. Now, politicians cannot do what they like. They can only do what the Constitution allows them to do. That is why you hear uh, Jacob Zuma and Gwedi Montashi grooming away about the Constitution getting in their way. Uh, rather than being their guiding light. The the supremacy of the Constitution is written into the law and it prevails over what politicians want and that they have to accept unless they are able to uh, summon the majority needed to change the Constitution. And a lot of the things that the National Democratic Revolution is about would require a 75% majority in Parliament, something which uh, no political party can look forward to as um, the balance of forces is uh, arranged at the moment. Thank you so very much, Pro, for that. And uh, I ha- we have Thank to be parting ways, but before... <laughs> <laughs> I keep saying prof I don't know why I keep giving you <laughs> because, because but, but you'll take it boring. but you'll take <laughs> No, I don't know why I have prof in my mind. Advocate, uh, before I let you go, though, very, very quickly, uh, for, to summarize this, I mean, to the many of us listening now, uh, once the Democratic Alliance, or perhaps how long do you think it will take the Democratic Alliance to go through the documents, and what happens after they've studied them? Yes, um, I, I imagine that a lot of appointments, once they've seen, worked their way through the documents, a lot of appointments, that uh, are clear examples of a cadre who's not as well qualified, not as meritorious as other people who put their hats in the ring, uh, being relieved of their positions in the the public service and the state-owned enterprises. I must point out also that it's perfectly in order to do cadre deployment, if you so desire, in purely political positions. So anybody who stands for election and do so on the basis of his position on a party list that is drawn up by a cadre deployment committee that makes decisions on who the politicians should be. But once you get into the realms of the state-owned enterprises and the public administration, they work 
for all of the people of South Africa, not just for the party that happens to have the majority at any time. And that is why our constitution uh, sets standards of ethics and accountability and objectivity uh, that um, a, a deployed cadre simply cannot aspire to because the deployed cadre is there to unfold the revolution rather than to implement the constitution. So if I'm hearing correct, advocate, please correct me here. If I want a minister of something, we are a political party, we can put a minister of something there. But if we want someone to head up ESCOM or someone to head up the post office or someone to head up SAA, then you can't just put someone from your political party. You put the most meritorious candidate who puts his hat in the ring for that position into that position because merit-based appointments are what is, is contemplated by the Constitution. It's loud and clear. Advocate, thank you so very much for joining us in conversation. That's Advocate Paul Hoffman, who is the Director of Accountability Now, saying around the issue of the country deployment of the ANC that, listen, politically, yes, you can do a political appointment. It's, it's your party because, I mean, that's what every other party would do. But for anything that offers services to the greater metro or to the rest of the country, you must allow everyone to have equal opportunities uh, around that. Well, these are the conversations that are on the show today. Uh, what are your thoughts around this? Uh, what do you think will be the developments around the Democratic Alliance finally attaining the documents around the ANC's cadre deployment? 021-446-0567. Your voice is welcomed on the WhatsApp line. Send a voice note on 072 567 